everybody. Chapter 5 of Legion's Cast. Well, been away for a couple of weeks. We've been basking in Mythic Legions ever since, me and Trav. We've been playing with them. We built a droid, a uh, droid, dwarf army. We swapped around some parts. I painted a few things. We've been having a lot of fun with with the action figure line of Mythic Legions. Um, yeah, so, I Trav? Just, I just want to say that Torgan mm. is B.A. Torgan is very fun. He is a great figure. And and one of those figures that when it first was revealed, I was like, yeah, he looks cool. Um, but just like a lot of them, man, as soon as I got him in my hand, wow. Yeah. That's cool. I totally, I mean, I think we've said it before, but I was right there with you. Um, not really the one I was most excited about in that wave. And the, the one I was most excited, of course, is, was Archimedes. Um, but... Then there, you know, I was really, um, is it, is it Thwomp? Thump? Thump, yeah. Uh, the, the, the little, um, goblin. goblin. Yeah. And I still do like that. I mean, he's great. He's got a fun face, great yeah. sculpt. But, uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, um, of course I'm going to get Torgan. But now that I've got the, the, the figure line in hand finally, and, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny because the shipment came and Torgan wasn't with it. So yeah, I got my fi- I got my figures and and there was the Torgans were missing, yeah, um, which was no problem. No know. problem, but yeah. we had to wait an extra week or so to get Torgan. In I our think it hands. was a week, yeah. And uh, no, and and so yeah, and I just I really think that he's going to be uh, one of those figures down the road that is going to be a hundred plus dollars. I think so too. It's just my guess, but especially after we played with him the other day. Yeah. You know, the um, how easy he is to use his pieces for a lot of different other parts. And I understand not everyone buys these figures with that in mind. Um, a lot of people are like, yeah, I just need one Torgan. He's my one, you know, bare-chested dwarf. But, you know, the, the reality of it is is there's a lot of collectors of this line that love doing LBCs, Lazy Boy Customs, and... He is a very simple figure to do that with. And like you said, I mean, we made a little army. I've, I've got four bare-chested dwarfs sitting on my shelf right now because he was so easy to do that with. Yeah. You know, I, and fun. Yeah. Someone uh, someone had posted pictures on, online of, of him with um, the extra Adamon helmet, helmeted head, that bucket helmet. Yeah, yep. yeah, sure. And, and so that's what we ended up doing. One of the figures we did is – that that helmet was it's that's Adamon's head, and um, man, it just looked cool. It was so great. Yep, for for sure. Um, I've been very slow with opening my new figures. Um, I haven't opened up. Was it Cassia? But don't you think that's because so because of uh, the podcast, we we got a, a case early. Yep. Yep, and got to review it on the podcast. So we've actually opened. All those figures, and I find that sometimes it that does that to me. It delays mm-hmm. how long it is before I open them because I'm like, oh yeah, we already opened it. Yeah, I already you know, checked it out. Yeah, I checked it out. I got to play with it a little bit, and I mean, it's it's obviously not the same as being able to set it on your shelf or um, 
although it is sitting on my shelf. Um, but it it still kind of scratched that itch a little bit. For sure. Yeah, but I could see when you open her up, you're gonna have some fun. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a beautiful figure. Um, just no, I mean she's got the she's got the half naked thing going on, and whether it's male or female, I like them when they're barbarian, when they're dressed like a barbarian, which is. You know, sun's out, guns out, skies out, thighs out, and her fur pelt too. Yeah. Just, yeah, so great. I had fun. I don't think I talked about this on the show, but I picked up a couple of um, extra uh, Frostbow Thalen Frostbow, and I took. Uh, so I've got the regular Soul Spiller. Yeah, yep. yeah, I've, I've got the regular Thalen. Uh, and then I've, I picked up two soldiers and put the helmeted head on them, and I didn't put the uh, the the cloth. Um, what do you call it? fur? Yep, F- fake fur. It's you know, but it's real in my my mind. Mm-hmm. They killed something for that fur. It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they uh, yeah. So they the they put that, and then so then I got her standing there with the two like would look like her handmaidens or I don't know if that would be the right term soldiers mm-hmm. behind her. And uh, that's cool. It's a cool effect to do that. Yeah. This is just very fun. I'm amassing so much, so many extra parts. Dude, I did a, I, I, after you left the other night, I did sep- putting all the heads in one toe, all the, you know, the um, weapons, weapons and, in yeah. another toe. And it's funny. I expected to have a lot more like loin cloth, cloth pieces. No, I don't have a lot of that. You don't get a lot of those. You don't, no. when you get an extra loin cloth. Yep. Just maybe. with those big, the big yeah. packs and, and yeah. that's it. Um, but as I was going through that stuff, you know, like spears and hammers and two-sided axes and, um, and, a you know, just a mass amount of wing adapters and, and those kind of things, but it's pretty cool having all those pieces because, like you said, you know, you you can just kind of down the road play a little bit and you know swap some stuff around. And yeah, it's very it's very very fun. You know, these figures are so fun that we didn't even introduce ourselves. We no, just, we didn't. We just kind of got going right we, into the toy. We just we just we yeah. I just we, started. We jumped about, the gun. I started thinking about that bare chested red headed dwarf. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I'm your host, Steve Bashotti. With me today is Travis Bowles. Pete's not here. Pete has uh, got a job conflict this weekend, and so it's just us two. Um, but we'll try to... Uh, we'll muddle through this. Yeah, we'll try to do it without him. <laughs> you think he's bummed? I'm sure he's bummed. Yeah. I'd say he'd listen and enjoy it later, but he won't, so. No, 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 no. (laughs) No. He says if he's not on, it's not worth listening. Yeah, well, he is the star. Ask him. He is. Got a couple things that we want to address real quick and and, um, make sure that we uh, give Ryan Joshua a chance. Uh, We haven't heard from him. He, uh, on our last episode, we um, picked one of our uh, um, followers on our Facebook page, Legis Cast. And he was the one that, that got the pick. Um, hasn't contacted us yet, which doesn't surprise me. A lot of times people will like your Facebook page and actually not listen to your podcast because they really don't like the sound of your ugly voice. Um, but uh, Ryan, Joshua, we're going to give you you got two more weeks, buddy. And, um, and then we're going to pick another name. Yep, and it's not because uh, we don't like you or <laughs> it's nothing to do with that. The reality of it is is 
it's been two weeks since we last recorded, and we could not remember who won. We couldn't remember, Ryan, that you won the last one. Well, we're, we're, we're not smart. No. So, like, we got to go back and listen to episodes. or You know, you think smart people would just write a, the name down. Nah, <laughs> not us. So, uh, you got two more weeks, bud. If anybody knows Ryan, uh, reach out to him. I tried on Facebook. Uh, we're not friends, so obviously I'm in his creepy folder, and maybe he'll see me at some point. But if not, that's okay because – We'll give somebody else a shot at that great head. Uh, My Action Figure Customs um, sent us a box to help spread the love of this line. I think that's probably one of the greatest things that My Action Figure Customs does is... Send us a box. (laughs) And I think it's the best thing My Action Figure Customs does, too, is send us a box full of customs, heads, custom Uh, heads, pieces, parts. I love that part as well. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean... Um, I'd certainly have sent a lot of money to my action figure customs. Um, but the reality of it is, is it's what it does for this line is it just gives customizers and, and people who are willing to pay for customized pieces. It gives you that much more opportunity to put something cool on a mythic Legion figure. And when you start talking about the masses of, of Legion builders that we, we acquire and, and build, it's nice to be able to add some variety. So, and we're going to be talking about it today. Um, sure. Because of pieces that, that I ended up getting and Steve helped me out with. So um, it's just a it's a great opportunity to spice up your legions. And I think that's one of the best things that they do, as well as just giving you this this world of variety, you know, that um, as far as added added pieces and and, uh, you know, and, and and some just some amazing work that's being done by some of the artists over there. For sure. Yeah. So we got one more piece uh, that we're going to give away today. Um, like, like I said, once again, thank you to MyActionFigureCustoms.com for sending this stuff and uh, being a supporter of this podcast. This piece today, what we decided what we're going to do is this one's going to be, uh, hey, you had to listen or watch to win it. Yeah, I like that the best because we know those people are going to get a hold of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They listen I, to our stupid butts. Oh, yeah. And I, I got a feeling it'll be interesting because we're not we're recording video today, but we're not doing it live. Um, it's going to get put up later. And what'll be funny is who the person that wins was it YouTube or was it the podcast? Yeah. And 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 for those of you who haven't watched the YouTube that are listening to this, um, best YouTube quality we've had yet. Yes. So. We've well, got the sound piped in from our mics. Okay, let's just wait until we see it. <laughs> Intern Cody okay, has I'm gone hope- above and beyond. I'm hopeful and I'm very uh I'm very certain that it's going to be. Yeah. I from think the so from too. the tests we've done here, uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. So you might want to go over to Legion's Cast. We've got our own YouTube channel now. Uh should just be able to search for Legion's Cast, I would think. Yep. And um Cody set that up. Uh, Cody's the man. He's uh, taking our dumb asses and bringing us into the professional side of things. Um, you know, which is so funny because not only are we dumb, but lazy. We, we're so lazy. I know. It's, so it's really... lazy. But, you know, if I was Cody, you know, no kids, got a hot girlfriend, he just can, you know, comes to work for, works for Pete. I mean, why not mess around with this stuff? Yeah, I mean, right, Cody. Pretty much, pretty <laughs> much runs Pete's business. Yeah, he pretty much, you know, yeah. he's Pete's. Do you take care of uh, Pete's kids too, Cody? 
Who does that? I don't know. Amanda. Chloe. Chloe. Uh, <laughs> Pete. Uh, Pete's family. <laughs> All right, so uh, the the plan is, like I said, we we've got this great head. We're gonna show the head off on video here real quick, but to describe it for you, it it is one of my favorites. Um, it is a orc, and he's got a couple big old tusk teeth. Um, it's a thinner head than like the the head that comes with um, your usual orc custom. But what's great about it is it gives you that chance to add variety to your collection. You know, make your orcs look just a little bit different. Kind of I mean, like this room. We've all got big heads, but they're all different shaped. You know? Um, most of my head, I think, I like to believe is hair. Because uh, when I when I, I actually shaved my head a few years ago, and, and those of you who are on YouTube are seeing this head very well, uh, I'm hoping. But, uh, yeah, I shaved my head, and I found out I have a real short forehead. When I shave my head, really? Yeah, so my hair being up gives gives my face some length. Yeah, it's, if I was bald, I'd really look dumb. I want to see it sometime. Mm. All right, so um, so here's the plan for this head. Uh, you need to message Legion's Cast. Actually, you know, you need to post on Legion's Cast. Um, and the first one is our it will be the winner, and you have to post. Um, what is which Mythic Legion figure, now there's more, there may be more than one of these. We're not going to give you the answer, okay? So there may be a couple of answers that are acceptable here, okay? But you need to you need to post the name of a Mythic Legion's figure that is a tribute figure. It was made or named or something for someone else that is a, what is a real person, a real fan or a real person in the, doesn't matter if it was, if it, you know, and they, they've been pretty, um, you know, They've told us when those things have happened, so yeah, so it's it's, it's pretty, pretty well known. Yeah. So uh, a, a figure that is obviously named after someone else. So you reach out to us. You just got to post it on Legion Cast's uh, page, and the first person to now, do that, Steve us doesn't count yet because no one's seen that figure. Um, it's spelled S T E V U S S. The horsemen haven't revealed that one yet, so you know. Um. Yeah. It's coming though. Yeah, hmm. Steve us. I bet I'm pretty coming. sure it's coming. I bet it's coming. I mean, really I, I can't fat. confirm it, and I've not really heard any uh, evidence towards that. Um. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's gonna be a very fat figure, <laughs> and I don't mean P H A T. Ooh. I don't. That's a dad joke right there. <laughs> it is. That's. Yeah. All right, moving on. MesquiteCon, March 21st. If you are anywhere near uh, Michigan, this is a show that you definitely need to come out for. It is uh, it is Pete's baby. Um, it's a con that's going on. This will be the fourth year of it. We've enjoyed it all three years. It's been a pretty good show. Um, it's a, you know what I would describe as a small Comic-Con in a, in a hotel, but real nice. Gets a de- decent turnout. Uh, a lot of great vendors. But the real benefit to coming this year is the fact that the four horsemen are going to be in attendance. Uh, they're planning on doing a, a panel, um, selling some of the their legions. Um, sounds like we got some surprises in store. Yeah, um, which we're pretty darn excited about. Um, but they'll be here, and we're looking forward to having them and spending some time with them. Um, I almost hate that it's a show that I'm vending at. Because you don't have time? Yeah. I, I almost thought about, like, maybe I just won't even sell art. Yeah. 
I'll just hang out at the table yeah. with them. Yeah. I mean, or, until they kick me out. Or you could, you know, set your art up and just yeah. leave your kid there. I could do, I th- that's probably what'll happen. Dude, you know what? You uh, know, the day you decide to get out of selling art, yeah. you know what you do? What? You have Claire sit there <laughs> and say that she... She, she did it? She did all of it. Which is much more in line with how, <laughs> the quality of the art. So Claire sits there and yeah, people, so Claire's come up, 12. people come up and go, oh my gosh, look at this cute little 12 year yeah, old who, I know. who did this great. I know. <laughs> it would just sell like crazy. It would. It would sell like crazy. Yeah, I know. It would be awesome. <laughs> oh, that would be pretty fun. They make up some story about her having some sort of disability. <laughs> you know, and then you'd even get more money. Uh, yeah. Just lie. Oh, That's so horrible. Good. I wouldn't do that. It's so good. Um, No, um. Yeah, so here's the deal. The horsemen do a few uh, uh, cons throughout the year. New Jersey, all because that's where they're 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 all live is in that area. So you you know if you're out east, it's you got options to come see the horsemen. Yep. If you're in the Midwest, there's not too many options. No. To see the horsemen, I mean, I've seen them. I've seen Cornboy in person twice. Uh, I had to fly to California to go to PowerCon to do it. Um. So if you're in, if you're by any chance in Chicago, you know, anywhere around here, you're going to want to, you know, if, if, you're, if you're a fan, you're going to want to try to go over here because they're not going to be coming closer. It's, you know, they, I don't think they, they have might. at one time done, uh, maybe Chicago Comic Con, maybe yeah. Wizard or something like yeah. that. But I, that's, we're talking years ago. Um, and I don't think it's something they do a lot of anymore, obviously, from, no. from our experience. But if you're a, you know, you're a Masters of the Universe fan, Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, now with, with that line. Um, you know, I, I'll tell you, this, this is your opportunity to come out and meet these guys, get a chance to spend a little bit of time with them. Um, if you're a member of the Cabal, and even if you're not a member of the Cabal, they're, they're talking, they're going to do a meetup uh, 9 p.m. Friday night, which is the night prior to the show. Um, and, and Pete is setting that up, so... The goal is to get some people there and and hopefully um, spend some time with these guys and talk to them and you know just show the appreciation for this wonderful line that we're all fans of. Yeah, and I tell you what the you know the horsemen are really cool to meet in person. They're really nice. You know you're not gonna you're not gonna go up there and, and have them act like they're you know ab- above you or anything. They're just gonna they're just gonna enjoy the same stuff you enjoy because yeah. they're kind of like us. Yeah, you know they. They collect, or at least I know Cornboy does, and you yep. know yep. they they get it. Yeah. So, and I I don't know if you could find another toy line where it seems like they they care as much about the fans. You know, these guys they they do a great job of giving the fans what they like and what they want, and and trying to keep us happy. It's not easy. Not everybody's gonna be happy. No. You know, we're gonna talk about a figure that there's people screaming for wanting re released. Exactly. Um. I don't know if it's going to ever happen. And you but. can't have mine. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Mesquicon's five bucks at the door, I think. Yeah, five bucks at the door gets you in. Um, I think it's it's kind of an intimate show. It's, it's, it is, you know, like we said, it's small. There's not going to be a hundred person line to, to do anything here. No, you know? no. This is, if I was, like, if I was telling people, this is your perfect opportunity to actually spend some time with the horsemen. Yeah. 
you know, as long as they want to spend time with you, I guess. Right. Uh, because the reality of it is, is it is a nice, just small, intimate show. The goal is obviously for it to expand, and, and this, I think, is a step in that direction. We have a new, um, uh, whatever they're called, they're building on, adding a... Oh, convention center? Convention center, yeah, yeah. yep. And and when that happens, that will definitely change things. Um, that, sh- that show will triple in size probably. Yeah, because Pete's pretty bound by growth right now. Yeah. He doesn't have any place to go. No. And he will soon. So we'll see how that all goes. Um, if you've ever seen Pete, he's all about getting larger, mostly with food. but Without a doubt. Yeah. Yep, um, without a doubt. And, you know, yeah, me and Travis aren't, you know, we are calling the kettle black a little bit here. We're right there with him. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's going to be awesome. Like I said, you know, stop by, say hi to these guys, talk to them for as long as they'll let you. I think, you know, I, I talked, I I think it was about three hours before they had to haul me away at PowerCon. There was just, it was, they were really nice though. I was just, the, the um, security kind of just came up behind me, took me by each arm and just drug me off gently. Were you crying? I was just sad. I just felt hurt. I was just like, you know, uh, but the horseman waved at me as I was hauled, getting yeah. hauled away. So Bye, cool. Steve. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Did Jim wave at you? I don't think, I, I'm planning on doing some relationship building with Jim. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of the, the listeners here might not know the fiasco that is, you know, what happened. PowerCon yeah, 2019. Power <laughs> and I don't really want to talk about it. Um, but, uh, but you should for the show. I mean. <laughs> Like right now? Yeah. Oh, man, I feel like this is just a bit. So uh, here I am. I'm at PowerCon. And I'm pretty excited. And uh, the way I remember this going down, which, you know, this is how I remember it going down, is uh, Cornboy's there, and Cornboy listens to our other podcast, and we've we've kind of built a – I've interviewed him twice in person. I think he's I, – I, it's not on the books, but I think somewhere he must have said that I was the best interviews he's ever had. Um, I don't think you can find any proof of that, but I'm pretty sure it's accurate. Um, so, you know, I, I was in with Cornboy, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I got invited to help him set up in the morning. And because uh, there was none of the other, the other guys were busy. So, you know, I mean, what cooler to a Mythic Legions fan or a Four, four Horsemen fan, because I'm a huge Masters of the Universe fan, uh, to go down there and help him set up. Sure. You know, and I've got I've got credit. I've got street cred for setting up booths because, you know, I I was one of uh, Travis Bowles cronies for a while. You know, I've kind of outgrown that since you know the podcast thing happened, and you know now. Now I'm you just kinda... want to show up at a nice table that's all set up, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've done my work in the trenches, so I you know I've been around the ropes, and uh, so you know I'm I'm setting up over there, and I'm I'm doing good, and then Jim comes in, and I don't know. Jim Prezi, OC. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. That's probably was the wrong thing to do right there. Um, <laughs> so he, you know, and and I, I want him to be my friend. You know, not enough to know his name, but <laughs> I want him to be my friend, though. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. hey, you know, I'm going to be friends uh, with these guys. I and, understand not being able to pronounce his name if you're just reading it, but the fact you've met him in person. But he never talked to me except once. <laughs> okay. All right. Like he didn't introduce himself to me. I don't. You know, he right. didn't say hi. I'm so and so. At least I don't remember. Right, and you didn't introduce yourself to him. I was scared of him because he did not look happy. Um, and you know, Cornboy and I were having fun. We're talking. You know, mm-hmm. Jim. He comes into the booth, and I just like, man, this guy's business. He's really, you know. So I got a little nervous because I'm a little, you know, I'm a beta. 
I, I talk about being about an alpha a lot, but I am not. Okay, I wish I was. But I'm like, you know, I just want to, I'm a pleaser. Yeah. You know? And uh, I'm like, I- I'm going to show this guy. I mean, I'm, I work Travis Bull's booth. You ever hear my wife is going to kill me? I didn't say those things, but I was thinking it. <laughs> you ever hear that? Shoot. Set up a booth. Crazy. This is, this is, this is easy. It's just a table with some figures. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Try setting up a whole Master Universe Classics display 200 figures deep and make it all look pretty good and tear it and everything. I know what I'm doing. So, um, I start setting the figures now. They've got their early release figures, which this 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 last year was Chrono and Purplor, and they're they're you know so there's a whole line of people getting in line because they go on sale at a certain time to pick up these figures, um, and we're getting closer to the time, and uh, so they're like, hey, let's get these figures on the table so that people can go up. You know, it's all cash. Usually that's how they 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 do it at PowerCon. Got to got to give cash, and uh. We're going to run these guys through. Now, they had about, if I remember right, I would say they had about 40 of each figure at least this day. Okay, so 40 Purplers-ish and 40 Krona. Now, there's a line, you know, maybe a lot more than 40 deep. So I know these are going to just sell out, you know, right? These, these people are wanting to go. So I'm just interested in putting the figures on the table so we can do this like an assembly line. They walk up the hand of their cash and boom, I'm giving, you know, we're going to give them the figures. Boom, boom, boom. Well, I started stacking them up and, um, I enjoy mythic legions, So I want to see them, you know, I like looking at them. So I happened to set them, you know, facing me, you know, yep. Not facing me like turned around. So you see the back of the packaging, but laid down flat. So the feet are t- towards my fat belly. Yeah. Not towards the customer's fat belly. Right. Jim happens to notice I'm doing this. He comes over. He, I mean, confident. This guy's. This guy's. I think. I think he's real alpha. He's you know got the got the posture. Kind of comes over here. He's like, yeah. <laughs> what? What are you? What are you? What are you selling these to you? What's going on here? You want the customer to be able to see the product. <laughs> and he starts spinning them around. Yeah. And he kind of pushes me out of the way, and he just takes all of it, and he just starts spinning them around. And doing it right, right. And uh, I was like, "Oh, uh, I'm sorry." And and then um, he just kind of—I don't know if he really—I felt like he went <laughs> and walked away. But he might not have went, but that's what I felt like he did. That's the vibe you got. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't remember talking to him after that. And I, it was so I—I I, got—I started to sweat. Yeah, I got that hot whoosh go over you. You know what's like? Oh no, I just ticked off one of the horsemen. What if Cornboy doesn't like me now either? Yeah. Now I just ruined everything. Yeah. You know, I don't know if Treadway was around, but, you know, I'm yeah. like, gosh, I just, I just screwed up the whole thing. Yeah. This is done. And uh, so um, then people started coming up and then I, I got really nervous and I was just like, hey, Cornboy, do you need any more help? And he says, no, I'm good. And I, you know, and I'm like, I just got out of there because I had to leave the situation because I was just, I was humiliated and I felt like I just had a. Uh, yeah, it was tough. Yeah. And I mean, I know, I know, Jim, I know, I understand. You've laid in bed at night thinking about this. I've laid in bed at night thinking about that that situation. And now we're going to meet again at MesquiteCon. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's going to be some air that's going to need to be cleared. There's yeah. going to need to be some some soul searching. I'm going to have to plead my case. Right. You know, I'm right. going to be like, you know, 
I don't think we're really selling these figures by the point right now. Everybody kind of knows what they are. They're, they know what they're after. I don't need to, you know. But but that's just my side of it. And his side of it is, well, you're making them, I'm making them look dumb. <laughs> and they don't want to be made to look dumb. So I get it. You know, we both got, we both got our own side, but I just hope we can come together. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking, the thing I'm looking for at MesquiteCon this year is not, you know, a figure or, you know, a collectible I've been after, or even to sell any art. I don't even care. I just want to walk away with a new friend named Jim. (laughs) Do you, uh, do you remember how this story came out? Jason Boonstra. Didn't Jason Boonstra post a picture? I, no, I actually think Cornboy is the one that, that <laughs> called you out online about it. He, he brought it up. That, and maybe he did. Yeah. yeah. And then, then I think Boonstra took a picture of you. And, and I appreciate that because we got to get these things out in the open. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, it bottled up inside. You feel much better being able to talk about it. Yeah, because it was, it was bad. I mean, I, that was the beginning of the first day. There's two days at this con, and I'm walking around, and... And everything, and I I would walk by the horseman's booth, and if if Jim wasn't around, or if it looked like I would I would I would talk to the guys. As soon as he turned around and saw me, I, I scrammed. <laughs> I was scared. I'm like I don't want. I think I, <coughs> you know. So they had you and Walter working at the booth. Huh? Is that how it was going down? Uh, well, by the time the customers were coming around, I think Walter was was there because I had scrammed by then. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm You're not- like I, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> What what actually happened uh, to me? Yeah, I was I didn't I just yeah. What actually happened to me was um, and I get really uncomfortable in certain situations. I I've got some social anxiety. Um, so I get really uncomfortable in some certain situations. And what happened to me was, is people want the horsemen to sign their figures. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, you know that's that's cool. Yeah. Well, they would hand me <laughs> figures to sign. Yeah, a couple of them did that. And I had to go, I'm not a horseman because yeah. I'm not going to sign somebody's work. It's dumb. Right. I mean, right. I feel like that. Yeah. You know, it would be like somebody signing my print. No yeah. one wants their signature on my print because right. they don't want to take credit for that piece, that dumpster fire. But, and so when that happened to me, like a couple of times, I did the whole get hot and beat red and sweaty <laughs> yeah, and be like, I'm not a horseman. And You should have just it. signed it. No, thank goodness it's a no. They, they're showing off their, their purple with, well, with Steve Bashani's signature. On. If I remember right, I think that happened to Walter. Yeah. Walter says, I'm not a horseman, too. Yeah. And the guy goes, you're behind the booth. Sign it. <laughs> and I'm like, what if what if it happens to me and Jim looks over and sees me signing, signing. their figure? That's good. If, no, I'm not doing that. I'm already on the outs. <laughs> So I got the heck he come over out go, of there. What the yeah, heck? What the do heck? You think? Yeah, yeah. You think I'm gonna put myself in that position? No way. No way. So I, that's when I scrammed. You were out of there. I was out of there. It was the best, but most stressful thing. I'd rather you know go through another childbirth than it's like the best day of your life. Yeah, but like high stress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not fun. <laughs> Actually, I'm glad you made me talk about that because I got that off my chest. <laughs> Therapeutic, right? But, yeah, it's so totally, yeah. This year's going to be better. Yep. It's going to be home turf. So, Mesquicon, here's your chance. Yep, this is it. <laughs> Come out and show Steve up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Steve will give you a signature. 
<laughs> Only if you buy one of my crappy prints. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. So, uh, not a lot of news besides that as far as the legions go. Uh, um, Jeremy did do uh, his mythic conversations on Wednesday night mm. live on the Cabal. And I love that. I didn't catch YouTube. the latest one. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. But I uh, I ended up watching it uh, yesterday, Friday. I watched it on on YouTube. Yeah, and and I love that he does that. You know that he posts it so you can go back and watch it later. And it, it's a lot more fun to tune in live. It is. Yeah, you know, it be is. able to comment and he does a great job. Oh, he's so good at it. I mean, he's. That dude's made for talking to people about, especially things he's passionate about. I imagine he's probably pretty good about things he's not passionate about too. But he is a stud. I was kind. I noticed you were. Uh, I didn't know he wore the Cabal shirt in. Uh, Did he? In his, yeah, yep. So he had the same shirt on that Steve's sporting today. He and it was. <laughs> it's also funny, dude. It's his sleeves were a little pulled up. Yep. Yeah, Jeremy was showing off the guns a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so when I saw you roll in with that shirt on, I was like, oh, yeah, Steve's got it. <laughs> what do you think of this hunk in here I'm holding in my hands? I like to look at them like this. If you're if you're on YouTube, you can see how I'm looking at my figure. It's not, it's not awkward or forced. So what's funny is, is Jeremy, too, he's, like, he had the camera like right at the perfect angle. That oh, was, I know, I know. <laughs> So you didn't see it? You saw the picture? I did. Yeah. I did, and I saw people commenting about the guns. Yeah. And I'm like, you know. <laughs> yeah. He, just, like the dude knew what he was doing. He's if like, I just put this, so fat. I put this camera right here at the right angle. Man, my arm is going to look massive. So cool. <laughs> it was so freaking cool. Yeah. Uh, so I, I tell you, I think if you're not in the Cabal um, – it's a great group to be in. There's a ton of great Mythic Legions groups, of course, but the Cabal is is a fun one because it's it's got some characters and between Walter and and Jeremy and some of the other people that are there, uh, Nikki posting a bunch of stuff, and it's a great group and, and a lot of fun, and we really enjoy um, that avenue of kind of getting to share your love about Mythic Legions. So it's pretty cool. Yep, for sure. Yep. All right, so uh, let's move on to. Some figure reviews. All right. You got your phone ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, not quite. I'll, I'll get there, though. We're going to do some figure reviews this week. We're going to finish off uh, Sons of the Red Star. I believe. Right. We've not done this figure, right? No, we have not done that figure. Working my way to it. This is, like we've talked about on the last episode, this is one of our favorite factions. These assassins are for hire, are led by Scapular, the Crypt Breaker, and a mastery of weapons in close combat, along with a thirst for money and influence until the diverse um, unit, oh gosh, money and influence unite this diverse band of cutthroats. Uh, obviously, we did Grisha the, uh, last week. We also did Celtus last week. Did we do Celtus last week? Uh Probably. I know we've done all of them but this one. Are you sure? Which one do you think we didn't do? We did Viteris, we did Grisha, we did Celtus, and we did Scapular. Scapular was first. All right. 
Well, that would make sense why he would do that. But gosh, my memory is just garbage. There's an odd number of those guys, isn't there? Yeah, it looks like five. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna finish up with Pixis. Yep. Now Pixis is uh He was a favorite of mine the second I laid eyes on him. The Spartans were already, you know, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were already pretty excited about it, you know, Vitus being, you know, the Spartan that came out prior to him. And then when they slapped some skeleton parts on this figure, it was like, dang. And that blue just, blue just makes him pop. Um, the skeleton, he's a soldier, uh, released in the, um, 1.5 and then also in All-Stars 2. Uh, accessories. It comes with a round shield with clip, spear, long sword. I, I really do love his his shield too. That's yeah, one of my favorites. His shield is beautiful. Yep. Uh, additional heads, uh, Spartan style helmet and skull with a hinged jaw. I don't know if I ever see anyone display him with the skull head. I used to. I used to have him wearing the skull head and holding the helmet. Oh, okay, that's a cool so way it to do it. Cool. Yeah. But I don't now. I have him just uh, wearing his helmet. Yeah, that, that is a cool way to do it. Biography, the Mercurian army was at a one time arguably the most effective fighting force in all of Mythos. Pixis was among the upper echelon of these great warriors, fighting side by side with his legendary brother-in-arms, Vitus. In final battle fought by the doomed Mercurian army, Pixis gave his life in a heroic effort to save an injured Vitus. Once resurrected by the same Necronomian sorcery that drained his life he is now consumed with hatred for all that live his resentment toward the very power that tore him away from death led to his rejection of the congregation congregation of necronominus pixis has finally found his home with the sons of the red star where he can spread his hatred freely while lining his coffers with gold super cool figure super cool character once heroic, buddies with another um, fan favorite, Vetus. Yep, Laid- well, brothers. Did they did they it say brothers, brothers in arms? It does say brothers. That means more arms. like you know, more like band of brothers. Like, I don't think they're blood brothers. You're right. Is his legendary brother in arms? Yeah, so, I think they just were been through a lot together. Yeah. Um. Very cool. Laid down his life for Vetus. I mean... Vitus. Okay. Laid down his life and then ends up being this evil, hateful... Doesn't Vitus sound a lot better than Vetus? I don't know. Which one do you like personally? I mean, which one do you think is... Vetus. Vetus seems... Intern Coney siding with (laughs) stupid Steve here. (laughs) All right. Well, uh... I guess we'll let the fans decide how they want to name him. Um, so Vetus, huh? I, I don't know. Mm. They don't put like pronounced. No, no. I think that they they like to laugh. They enjoy Everybody. my pain. <laughs> Intern Cody weighing in. <laughs> they enjoy it. So anyway, Vetus, his brother in arms. Yeah, lays down his life for him. Now he's stuck as a skeleton. And you know, I wish that when they did the re-release. All stars. I wish I would have gotten a one. I mean, that would be smart. I mean, <laughs> I didn't because I didn't have the money. <coughs> and 
because I would, it would be really cool You're to You're never going to have the money. I know, but... You just got to make it happen. I think it'd be cool to build a version of him with... Arms? Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. a, yeah I, a human people, version. People have done it, and it's yep. pretty darn cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as simple as what you think. No. You know, because of that arm armor. You need yeah. upper arms, and you really need to somehow attach. He's got these blue and gold uh you know um armor on the outside of his skeleton arms which would be cool to have on attached to his bare arms yeah not necessary not necessary no but cool you just need to get some some upper thighs mostly and some upper arms that's it really i mean that's not not a ton to it Mm. you know so you could do it with uh lord viteris Obviously, a barbarian builder. You know, there's there's options. Absolutely, you know. So I wonder if, and I don't think it really says anything about this. I mean, him and Vetus, if they come across each other on the battlefield, is mm-hmm. there is there like a hatred, like for for like, is this guy gonna go see him across the battlefield and be like, I'm gonna go kill them. I'm gonna go kill the guy that I. So he's got a hatred for life. Yeah. Or. Man, there's so many plays, ways you could play that storyline. Maybe maybe Vitus is actually a weak spot for him. Maybe it's his only Yeah. It's his only window back to How does the good guys even stand a chance? You know, when one of your warriors falls, yeah. Necromonicon just bring Raises him back. Him. Yeah. I know. And obviously, you know, he's he's still a, a bad warrior, you know, he's mm-hmm. still tough. You know, because of how they talk about him in that bio just gives you that vibe that it's a bad dude. You need a wizard figure or a magic wielder mm-hmm. that just goes out on the battlefield and puts a spell on the fallen mm-hmm. that they can't be resurrected. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be you heard cool. it here first. I would love that. It would be awesome. This figure is amazing. That blue is just striking. Um, which is your, what one's your favorite Spartan? You got four now because you can throw Deltgar in there, obviously. I think that the 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 coolest looking one is is Romulus. Yeah, yeah, for me too. Yeah, I mean Pixis is striking. Pix- they all are. Yeah, and Vitus is just he's, cool. He's so cool. Um, and I even love Deltgar. When they made Deltgar, I was like, man, that teal. I just, I don't really know if I like it. I wasn't into him like I am now. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't, I don't have the Spartan helmet on him either. Oh, you actually have no. his, his real helmet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love. I mean, I'm sorry, his real head. I love that head. Yeah. I love it. I actually put it on one of my dwarfs, but and not saying he looks dwarfish, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I ended up going that route with him. Yeah, amazing figure, and and I imagine there's a lot of people out there that would say this is their favorite figure in the line. Definitely, that could happen. Yeah, I would. I'd respect that. Someone said that Pixis is the best. I'd be like, yeah, I feel what you're putting down. I'm picking it up. And that's the amazing thing with this line. There's just so many options. And then when one somebody says something like that about one, you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on from that blue beauty. Well, our next figure is a. Uh, it may have been, in my memory, I think it is the first homage figure. Homage, homage, I don't know how you say that. It is. 
that the Horseman did to uh, a Masters of the Universe character. This is Unkin. Um, was he a 1.5? So uh, Unkin, uh, obviously moving into Legion of Aerithur, the, the big wave. I mean, this or not wave, sorry, faction. A lot of figures in this one. Orc we- Weapon Master, Mythic Legions 1.5. Yep. He was also available as early as a PowerCon. 2016. Wow, 2016, four years ago. Dang, these figures have been coming out for a while. Came with a mace with a handle, dagger, bone knife. I absolutely love his mace. I absolutely love it. So cool. Every army needs an arsenal of weapons to carry them to victory and battle, and the Legion of Aerithur is no exception. A secret weapon in his own right, Unkin is the Legion's master weaponsmith, a veteran of some of the Legion's bloodiest battles. His expertise has been forged in combat, determined to supply his brethren with tools necessary to achieve supremacy. Unkin's ongoing quest involves the supplying the Legion of Aerithur with the deadliest weapons one can imagine. Pretty cool. Such a bad dude. Uh, for those of you who can't see it, because you're not on YouTube, because um, you can see it if you are on YouTube, but he is a green orc. He's definitely got the orangish uh, armor, like Duncan or Man-at-Arms, uh, blue helmet, and uh, some silver thigh guards coming with a pretty cool... Uh, mace, uh, man at arms also comes with a mace, but he's also got a bone sword. It's a, just this gnarly looking, um, cool weapon that looks like it, it would hurt if you got stabbed with it. Um, just a, just awesome figure blends really well with the other orcs. Um, even though he's got a little bit of, some splashes of color into him on him. I think he looks great on the shelf, and uh, yeah, he's a weapons master. He's a weapons builder. The work's got to have some weapons. This I'm sure you were sold on this guy right when you first saw him. Oh, yeah. I was like, got to have it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was like, eh, the, wet, the colors. And I, I understand the, the, the color choice, but I was like, eh. You know, because when you're comparing them with your other orcs, but it's, it just works. And he's so perfect. I mean, Man-at-Arms wears a green bodysuit. Yep. So, um. The green, you know, it just it's 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 a no brainer. It just it just works. Now I didn't know when he, when when this figure came out that this was going to be a a reoccurring thing so far as to having these figures come out. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I think this is. We keep saying that that we think there's a lot of people that haven't discovered this line, but at this point, back in 2016, there was oh. a lot of people that hadn't discovered this line. Yeah. And um, to get. To get this guy now is not easy, or it's not cheap. So I'm on eBay right now. Okay, good. And I got, uh, there's none listed currently, all right? Okay. There's three uh, in the sold, so for the last month. Um, Cody, intern Cody, who has no idea on value of these figures. You want to throw out a guess on this figure, what he what he sold for on eBay in the last month? 100 bucks, he says. So Cody says 100 bucks. So this figure was $35 when he came out. Um, if you ended up getting them the, the right way, the way you should, your pre order. Um, the last three that have sold, and, and I'm not even going to talk about shipping um, $215, $230, and $180. Wow. 
Somebody yeah. got a deal at 180. They did. <laughs> I mean, shipping was 1420, but still, I mean, you know, so you it's it's so crazy when you think about that that someone was talking about one of these figures and said, hey, you know, 180 is a, a deal, just like Steve just said." And and that's just crazy talk. You know that $180, what toy line does that? You know, I I can't think of a toy line that does that. I mean, you're not talking about doubling or tripling. Try to buy a Fisto. That figure was twenty some dollars. That's true. It's over two hundred. Try to find a try to find a Shadow Weaver. And a, and a big thing about them, they're pre-orders. You know. Try to find a Beastman. Try to find a Triclops. Try to find a Trap Jaw. There's yeah. a lot of figures in classics that are like that. Huh? Rare Funkos. <laughs> Intern Coney said, "Rare Funkos." Rare Funkos. <laughs> There's the generation gap. <laughs> this is what we get with this guy. We get we get clear video broadcast and fantastic sound and talk about Funko Pops. <laughs> I will tell you, I am not a Funko Pop hater by any means. I'm not means. a hater by any no. means. I don't like them. I mean, no, I don't think so. I, I, um, gosh, I should say I don't even like them. That's not even fair because like, if one came out that I was like, I, I got to have that. Like there is a, there's a Dritz coming out okay. from the book. I'll buy that one. Yeah, but there's nothing for Dritz. How often do you have a chance oh, to buy exactly something from Dritz? Yeah, the only ones I have is uh you know a custom Mythic Legion yeah. Hobby Lobby made me uh a custom um you know four inch like a you know GI Joe yeah. that Joe Crazy Bill made me um a custom Funko Pop um the MB Customs made me you know, yeah. Brandis yeah and um and so that's it. You're right. There isn't a ton of stuff out there. So if there was a, uh, you know, if there was a four-inch line of uh, those figures, a six-inch line out there of those figures, and you know everything else, and you were collecting those, now would you jump on the pop? Probably not. May I? Maybe. I mean, what do pops run, Cody? Fifteen bucks. Yeah, ten. So I mean, I would probably still buy it, but but I like I said, I've got a custom one sitting on my shelf that's probably mm-hmm. better. Yeah, you know, I mean, you so. love Cyclops from the X Men. Yeah, do you have a Cyclops pop? No, because there's a lot of options. Yeah, for Cyclops, you're, you're very there? right. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're very true. Uh, you're you're hitting that right on the head. Um, but I, I love that it is. It's an option for people. Yeah, you know, I like that part of it. It's fun. That oh, it's the, cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's fun that there's uh, options for everybody. So Unkin is uh is is a high dollar figure, tough to get. If you get a chance to snag him, I would recommend you do. Do I see him becoming a $300 figure? Maybe. Um, but realistically, I think that that's where these figures are going to float around at is, you know, two, uh, 200 225 250 um, But then again, who knows? You know, maybe two years from now, you know, when they still haven't re-released any of these uh, Motu Homage figures, maybe he will be sitting there at 300 bucks, and people will think that's a deal. Yeah, and I'm hoping we've talked about this briefly before, but I'm hoping that they don't ever release the Motu homage figures. You know, what's hard is it, it, it's easy for you to say because I have them. Because you have yeah. them, yeah. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but I don't feel that way about any of the other ones. Uh, like like Pixis at one time, and I don't know where he's at now. Was definitely a two hundred dollar figure. Yeah, you know, and you I, get, I never down would, because of. Being an all-star. Yeah, I yep. would have never said, I hope they never re-release Pixis. Right. But for some reason, the the Masters ones have a specialness to me. Yeah. And I, you know. Mm-hmm. 
and and I think anybody that doesn't have him would totally disagree with you. Oh sure, but, I would. If but, I was on the, I'd be like, you jerk. But probably most people that have him are going to also say the same thing. I don't really get off on the the thought of having a figure that oh I've got this figure and he's he's worth two hundred dollars. You know that that doesn't do anything for me because I'm not going to sell him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I do like the thought of people being able to have all the toys, but I also understand the exclusivity aspect of it. It's pretty neat to think, man, they made this once. That would be cool. Yep, that's the but way it's going to be. These are never really the Horsemen have never done a true exclusive that I know. I guess they did the Kickstarter one, the first one, first yep. Kickstarter one yep. that I know of. Yeah. So with Mythic Legions, I mean these 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 were early. Uh, releases they weren't exclusive so if they did it they've got no reason no reason that they they shouldn't be able to because they never said that they would ever would yeah you know and who knows maybe they will yeah yeah you know and of course we've talked about this before something it won't be anything very big or anything that'll hurt anything but maybe like a sock well i don't even care if they re-release it the price is going to jump back up after time um yeah, it, it will. It always yep. it always has so far. Well, Pixis so. Pixis is a good example. Um, you know, came out once. Uh, then was re released as a All Star, and gosh, how do you spell his name? I just had it in front of me. Is it P I X X U S U S? That's what I would guess. So I like to throw those double consonants in there. So he's been out now twice. He's been released twice. Holy jeez. Um, oh, and it's a little bit all over the board, of course, but there's one that sold for $165. Yeah. And there's a loose one that sold for 85 and then two carded that uh, sold for 100 mm, So still. he's kind of all over the place. I mean, yeah. I mean, and so that's a figure that you had two, sh- two chances at. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I wish I would have bought more, of course, but he's just a great figure. It's a fun one. All right. All righty. Well, does that wrap our show? Nope. Okay, what else we got? Well, I just want to talk about a couple customs that I got. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Yep. You uh, have the floor. Um, I ordered some pieces from My Extra Figure Customs, and it was their last large uh, sale. I think there's still a sale going on. Um, so if you want to head over to the website and take a look. But uh, this was a sale that happened a few months ago. And this is the one that came with the the pieces that you could add to your Krona and um, really kind of spice him up. And it included a um, attachment piece for his arm that had a real cool, like, bone was exposed. Yeah. With this, uh, a couple attachments, actually. There was a big, like, scythe. Yeah. Um, and then there was a small, small blade. There's a... Small blade, and here's the other. Oh, I, I love this piece, that too. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a ball, spiked ball. Spiked ball like a mace. Yep. Um, that you would just like attach right onto his arm. I like that a lot. So I uh, sent these pieces home with Steven, um, and he painted them up for me and brought them in today. It's my first time getting to see him, and he did a, he did a killer job, and I think they're absolutely beautiful. Um, but just a fun, fun piece and a, and a great example of um, you know, what my action figures can add to Mythic Legions from the standpoint of just a little bit, a piece here and there mm-hmm. and kind of just set them apart. Cause Krona is a beautiful figure on his own. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Just as he is, yep. you know, like I price for me painting those for him was that I got a set to paint for myself. Yes. And now I'm like, well, I want another Krona. 
so I can have a regular Chrono Eye mm-hmm. and then the one that I yeah, dude, I've seen people uh, displaying Chrono with the he- the black helmeted. He's great yeah. looking. I mean, dude, it's, with that on, it's like you almost need three of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, and uh, from that same sale, I also ordered a. Um, it's it pretty much I can't remember the name of it, but it's a goblin mask. And I, I should have looked and see who actually was the designer of this. And and I'm sorry for not doing that prior, but um, it's this great little mask. Um, I'm gonna let Steve describe it because Steve painted it for me. And and how Steve painted this figure up is is much different than what a lot of other people I've been seeing do with it. Uh, I've seen a lot of like grays and blacks for the mask, and Steve went the opposite direction. I'm gonna let you chat about it a little bit here, Stephen. Let uh, Cody put this in front of the camera for the YouTube audience. Um, yeah, so it's it's basically some mask. It looks like, uh, to me, if you really look at the sculpt, it looks like these creepy little goblins would have either killed an animal or found a skeleton of something laying around and take the skull. And uh, there's there's definitely like um, parts where it looks like they've grafted with steel parts to this to this mask, this animal helmet. Um, or skull. So there's like horns on this mask, but I don't, and to me, they're, they're, you can see where they've been attached. So to me, it looks like this thing may not have ever even had horns. Some, they just wanted to put horns on this thing to make it scary. Uh, the same thing in the back, you can see pieces of, uh, like the back of it has metal. I, I painted them copper. Uh, so I, I basically painted the, uh, mask bone white, and then I just painted the horns a little bit different colors. And then, uh, like, like a lot of like, I don't know how to describe it. Like pagan stuff. They take, they use a lot of blood on their stuff. So I, I, I smeared like blood on the mask to make it look like it was maybe some kind of tribal, um, thing that where they put, it looks like the whole, the, the, the mask is more for intimidation than anything else is kind of the way I approached it. Thought it was cool. I don't know. 3D model for this was done by Lee J. Robinson, and I thought that's who did it because um, he also did the the rat heads, and, and they were in that same sale. But I wanted to just make sure that I was right. I, I think it's beautiful. I love this this blood that you put on this white helmet. It super pops on there, which is super cool. We actually, on the um, the Chrono, we forgot to mention, too, he has that chest piece. Yeah. Um, which really screams like gladiator. Um and trap jaw, trap jaw wore something like real similar to that, correct? Yes, he yep, did. Yep, and that 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 piece was uh designed by GD uh, GD Lake. Where did um, the shoulder piece go? Should have this. Ah, there it is. Yeah, so just uh, some cool pieces and, and fun and and uh, I really appreciate the the effort that my action figure customers puts into this stuff and uh, William Robert Post is is putting out some things that are just great additions to these beautiful figures and it makes it fun it does make it fun now i will um caution anybody who going back to the little goblin if you bought this helmet unpainted or or painted and you're going to put this on this goblin's head heat the bejesus out of it because it's a tight fit it is a it is a ridiculously tight fit yeah, I, I think you really killed it, and I, I love the added detail that you added to the figure because it's just a Legion Builder, and, and it just helps it pop. Just well, when you have a super de- or super colorful mask on and the rest of the figure is just black. Yeah. 
it doesn't, you know, it kind of doesn't. That doesn't work. You want a little bit more, yeah, personality with that figure. He's gonna look great with the rest of my little goblins. So funny how the goblins have really just like found a place in my heart. These evil little grins, these creatures are just fun. Thank you very much, Stephen. No problem. Knock those out of the park, buddy. All right. Well, thanks. Glad you're enjoying them. All right. So once again, reminder for our competition, all you got to do is post on LegionCast page uh, one of the homage figures. Not homage, but named after. Tribute. Tribute figures. I think that's probably what they call them. And uh, we'll get ahead headed your way. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, that was a good episode, I think. I feel a lot better about that episode than the last one. Probably mostly because um, you pressed record. I actually recorded this one. <laughs> and we didn't have to start another one and uh, so. repeat things that we had said. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Just, just went off the rails. Yeah, <laughs> I'm proud of this one. Yeah, me too. So, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks to Andrew and Cody for setting us up here for the visuals and the audios and all that stuff. Um, thanks to Travis Bowles. Thanks to Pete for not being here. Just it's it's always a nice to have a break hmm. from that guy. Hmm. So, um, all right. So that's it. That's it for Legion's Cast. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. And uh, until then, Pete says something, and I can't remember what it is. At the end of the episode. We'll see you at the campfire. Something like that. All right. Bye now. <laughs>